0: Dealing with constant changes, not easy. Letting go of my inner perfectionist,
1: ooh, not easy.
0: But crossing a few things off my financial to-do list, surprisingly
1: simple. Regents tools and advice make it easy to manage your money. From podcasts and webinars to budget and savings calculators, we'll help you find your financial comfort zone. Those
0: few little financial tweaks have made a big difference.
1: Check off some financial to-dos at regionscom slash brave the beginning. Regents Bank, member FDIC. Broadcasting live from the Subaru of Gwinnett Studio inside the Sinesta Gwinnett Place Atlanta Hotel, it's time for Gwinnett Business Radio. Gwinnett Business Radio is presented by Regents Bank. Brave the beginning. Member FDIC. And hello again, everybody, and welcome to the Subaru of Gwinnett Studio and Gwinnett Business Radio. We are broadcasting from the beautiful Sonesta Gwinnett Place Atlanta Hotel. Mike Salmond alongside Stephen Julian. And Stephen,
0: yes. Did you notice anything different there in the open? What a fantastic new opening we have. It only took eight years. Eight years. We finally (laughs) changed the music. About three years overdue. Uh, Not that I didn't like our old music, but it was ready. It was ready to be refreshed. Yes. And what a refreshing news. Well,
1: opening. we figured if we're going to do a facelift, let's go ahead and do it right now, because the exciting news is Regents Bank has come on board as a partner of Business Radio X. If
0: you're going to refresh, get the right underwriter to help you refresh. And that's Absolutely.
1: What we, got. we are excited about what's going on here. Uh, big news coming out. The official announcement hasn't come out yet. which you just did. Soon. You just did it. But it's not official. This it's is, not official. This, this, is, is this is
0: the unofficial scoop this is unofficial. of the official news that will officially be released this, officially sometime later. This is just rumor and innuendo.
1: Ooh.
0: Yes. Rumor and innuendo. I like that. <laughs> Shout but, out to uh, Conrad and uh, Bruce Pritchard on their podcast. Anyway, sorry. I like that.
1: Rumor and innuendo. There you go. Nice so, phrase. Looking forward to a great show today and, of course, the start of a great partnership with Regents Bank and, and to kind of help celebrate the moment, even though it hasn't officially started. Right. We got that. Yeah. Uh, uh, J.D. Miller Miller is here. He's the North Georgia Market Executive with Regions Bank. Also, Luke Jurassic is here, and he's with uh, U.S. Health. Yeah, we got two great guests. Two great businesses that are doing very well, uh, both doing a lot of business here in Gwinnett County. So, i can't
0: think of a better reason to have them on the air than that
1: absolutely so, so let's talk to him let's start with jd welcome to the program welcome to the shenanigans
2: yeah nice to be here
1: you have no idea what you got yourself into. we've locked the door jd you can't escape
2: yeah i don't think i can get out <laughs> i mean that intro is like um you're a nascar driver and you got to run down all your sponsors <laughs> you know that wasn't
1: uh, too bad it was just regions uh, the, well i mentioned Peru,
2: yeah, but we love the regions for sure we, thank we you.
1: do love the regions and we we thank you for joining us and I think most people are familiar with Regents Bank. What we love about it, what I love about it, being a UGA guy, is you guys are kind of an SEC country, and I yeah. know you've got some partnerships with the SEC, which is really cool. Uh, but t- for those that are not familiar with Regents Bank, uh, shed a little light about what you guys do.
2: Yeah, what a great intro. You know, because we do sort of align well with the SEC. We're uh, we're we're based in Birmingham, uh, Alabama. We're a super regional bank. Uh, we have branches all across, really, the SEC footprint. So, um, you know, we, we, we do really well um, in serving consumers through our branch network, and then we're, we're growing rapidly in our commercial area. Um, and hey, it's always nice to watch SEC network, and you know at some point the region's logo is going to be up there, and, uh, and, it, and it's offset pretty nice because our green isn't like any other color um, you know, it goes well with the red and black, too.
0: I like it. I like it. So, uh, J.D., you know, you talked about the super regional footprint, but let's uh, focus just for a second on Gwinnett, because uh, that's kind of your area of expertise. Um, yeah. Those that live here in Gwinnett have noticed, even in the midst of these unprecedented times, which I hate using that phrase because I think it's getting overused in 2020, <laughs> but uh, some new branches. So there there is growth happening uh, for regions in Gwinnett. Talk a little bit about that and, and how you guys specifically look to serve Gwinnett.
2: Yeah, what a great question. And, and and Gwinnett is very important to us for a variety of reasons. And and the reason that any bank right now is gonna make investments in real estate and, and branches is because there's an opportunity unlike any other. Uh, you think about so so we look at Gwinnett uh, pure not purely, but primarily through the market opportunity. It's a you know, it's a nineteen billion dollar deposit market. I mean wow. what that means is consumers, households, businesses. Um, all the deposits that are held at branches of all banks in Gwinnett County equal $19 billion. Um, and, and of that 19 billion, I'll just suffice it to say that we'd like to have more of it. Um, (laughs) you know, uh, we, we get that information by the way, it's public FDIC.gov. Um, so we look at it and uh, even through the unprecedented times, um, you know, uh, You've you got to have a place for clients to, to go. Um, banking is still very much a, especially across northeast Georgia, including Gwinnett, sometimes people say, hey, i got to go to the main office because they think they're going to get something different from the main office than they do a branch. Well, you know, every one of our branches is equivalent to a main office. We have people that are authorized to make a variety of, you know, banking decisions and help. So um, we, most recently we've added Sugar Hill. Which is a great location, yep. a very consumer-driven location, um, right there on Twenty. We really like that location. It's very, it's eye-catching when you drive by in the evening with our green. Uh, we've added one over off Peachtree Industrial Boulevard in Swanee. That's a really nice, um, you know, sort of redo. And then we have a new one that's come online recently uh, in Hamilton Mill in the Hamilton Mill area. Um, all of which are, uh, you know sort of consumer markets for us.
0: And I want to jump on something you're talking about here as you're talking about branches. It's it's no secret in the last few years in the world of banking, as in many other areas of commerce, it's Mm. kind of been the push to online, the push Mm. to online, brick and mortars dying. eh, Who cares about locations? Mm. There's a place for physical locations as a bank, because I think some of your maybe unworthy competitors are backing away from physical space. So why is that so important to regions? Not to the detriment of online. I know you guys can do all the online stuff, but talk a little bit more about why having a physical space is so important as a bank.
2: Yeah, that's a great question. I appreciate the way you ask it as well, because what we're trying to do is balance a personal delivery with with real estate assets in a community where we make investments with jam up technology. Because what we have to do as a bank is we've we've got to be able to provide all of our services across generational, you know, mindsets. So, you know, my daughter, who's at UGA, by the way, she's a proud Regents customer, and she uses her app. She uses ATM. Uh, I, I send something to her. You know, she goes by the bank to get it. She doesn't go in there to transact business. She just knows that my buddy that's over there, Jim Jones, she goes and sees Jim, and he has something for her. You know, that's her experience with a, with a branch. However, my parents, who are in their early 70s, when they need something from a bank, they go down to the, to the branch, you know, and that, that's what they do. So we're really embracing a generational banking approach. And at the end of the day, we still believe that our kind culture at Regions Bank um, comes through. When you sit down across from someone and they can look at you, and and you were talking this before we went on air, listening is such an important quality in today's business and finance world that um, technology may be cool, but someone that can listen well and provide advice, you can only get that at a branch. So we're going to continue to add branches. Uh, We're going to continue to add branches, I believe, here in Gwinnett um we have some really nice opportunities to do that um and if we can i think we're really set to execute on all let, let's just all, say all mediums so we're we got a great and our our folks in these branches around here are excellent yeah
0: mike uh jd didn't ask me to say this but i'm going to give an an uh, un, un, unsolicited testimonial and you know that my testimonials are worth at least two cents right
1: i'll give you a nickel
0: uh, it, oh wow yeah. that's an upgrade if anybody listening to this show thinks that all banks are the same, just listen to that last answer. Rewind the podcast and listen to that. That is not what you hear from a lot of different banks.
1: Well, JD mentioned a couple of things that I that I caught on, and one is you know the technology is there, but it still comes down to people. And you talked about that, but you also mentioned the word culture. And what I find about regions is even though you have all the products of all the the big banks out there. And I consider you guys a big bank, by the way, but you have everything. You still have that small community mm-hmm. feel mm-hmm. when you walk inside.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I'm thinking about Kathy Haywood, our branch manager over in Duluth, um, you know, right there at Satellite and Old Peachtree, real close to Jim and Nick's. Um, when, you, when you walk in to her branch, either she or Miss Clarice, they're going to welcome you, they're going to know who you are. And so if I'm in that branch and I'm sitting in one of the, you know, the back corner office or whatever, I'm doing my work. Th- the folks are welcomed by their name. That's what people want when they walk into a branch. You know, um, and, and, and and you and, can't
0: just do that, right? That doesn't no, just happen. No. That that's that's where the culture comes. I'm sorry and, to interrupt.
2: That's but. right. That's right. And 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 to culture, I think it comes across I hope that it comes across and I use this word a moment ago is is kindness. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you what, I don't know if you guys agree, but in 2020 America, we could all use a little more <laughs> kindness. Amen. And, Amen. And, and um, you're going to hit that bell?
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. My
2: my hope is that from, from anyone that has a banking need, whether they're a current region's customer or, or would, would like to try us out, is that they go see… Uh, any of our branches and the branch managers and our wonderful associates there and that they're received with kindness because that's truly, it brightens my day. After, you know, COVID hit and um, we didn't see each other for a long time, the first stop I made was to Kathy's branch because I wanted to see the folks that I work with. Yeah. And it was, it was welcoming and kind.
0: Yeah. So uh, we've, we've talked a little bit about the buildings. We've talked a little bit about uh, business but I know another thing that kind of sets regions apart is how you engage in the community and all financial institutions engage in the community, right? I mean, that's the whole part of the business. Yeah. So again, let me ask it in the couch it in the terms of how is regions maybe just a little bit different kind of brings their own unique green, uh, color to yeah. the engaging in the community.
2: Yeah. Again, uh, appreciate the question. I, and I, my, my perspective is unique, I believe because I spent, 12 years at a much larger bank prior to joining Regions. And um, our process to engage the community is dramatically different. And, And what I mean by that is that we have, like, for example, one of the roles that I have at the bank, as you mentioned in the introduction, is market executive. So what that means is that I lead our team to engage in the market, in the community. And predominantly, any decisions... Uh, for what our team resources go to are made by a group of people that are in that community. And we're not... Uh, so, so a couple things. For example, Gwinnett County Public Schools Foundation, um, we, we made a, a contribution to them recently to help put computers in the hands of students that needed them during COVID. Y- you know, I didn't have to go far to get that approved. I mean, we have, we have children... In our community that need help yeah let's help them um but but furthermore we really encourage our associates to use their time and and sometimes you know what we would otherwise consider bank time but they get they get time from the bank to go serve the community one of my commercial bankers over in duluth he's a he's a product of gwinnett county public schools ryan jones uh, goes to church up in uh, hamilton mill and he runs their food bank now does Regions have anything to do directly with the food bank at this point? No. But does Ryan's, you know, service there too represent us in a good light? It absolutely does. And so when we, when we get out there and we start doing things, for example, with, like, with Infinite Energy Arena and, and Center, uh, you know, we're the official bank over there. I hope everybody's seen our logo on the 85 sign. But because we can interact with you guys, um, interact with Luke or Infinite Energy Arena, if there's a if there's someone in need, and we can say, "Hey, Ryan runs food bank," we can. That's the type of stuff that I think that we do well across our footprint.
1: Wow, you're connecting people, you're connecting good things. And speaking of good things, we can we can always use stories that are positive. And in this turbulent times, and all the turmoil uh, in society, and banking, and in, in the financial area, everything that's happened in 2020. Sh- we want to, we're pro-business here at Business Radio X, so share maybe a positive story that you remember that you can take out of 2020.
2: Yeah. Um, man, I like that question because that's a little bragging time. You know, we can put, a, put it up on the bragging we'll board. We'll sit back and relax yeah. here. <laughs> Let you take it. Yeah. Um, you know, it has been challenging. And, and, you know, we talk about being personal, being in, in front of everybody, but then we were in a, a point in time this year where, where you weren't allowed to be personal and in, in front of people. And, you know, it changed how we did business a little bit. Um, but but more importantly, an example of uh, of some success that we've had locally is uh, you know relationships matter, right? Who you do business with matters. Um, so uh, one of one of the bankers on my team, a commercial banker, um, throughout COVID, was able to deepen some some prospective relationships, and these are these are commercial customers across various industries, uh, medical, manufacturing. Um, uh, retail services. Um, and uh, because of this kind culture that I mentioned, because of personal relationship, uh, four specific commercial customers move their entire relationship to regions during COVID. So, so not, not only is it very difficult to move commercial relationships. To do it electronically with eSig and all these other e signature and all these other things, And can you so so i'm just thinking about these four examples of these customers those four customers combined had over 120 years at the banks that they left wow can can, i i know them all i know the numbers there was there was one one of those companies alone had 40 years at their previous bank why would why would you change kind culture great people Hey, all banks are going to have checking accounts, loans, you know, credit cards. We all have those products. It's how do we deliver them? We deliver them by engaging Uh, for my team. We have a couple of mantras, never sell on the first call and never call alone. I I, I may be a decent banker, but if I bring one of my partners in the office with me, we're going to, we're going to listen more. Mm. We're going to have more advice. Um, So, uh, I think that's a really compelling positive story coming out of COVID.
0: And what I love is that's not a – it wasn't a campaign. It wasn't a COVID campaign. The, that just was a natural outgrowth of what had, had he'd already been – he or she had already been doing mm-hmm. in their work. But the unprecedented – time by the way, you say it better than I do. But <laughs> uh, the, the unprecedented time of this year caused – that relationship to come to fruition yeah in, in the terms of business so mm-hmm. fantastic yeah and, con- and
1: congratulations on all of that well we're excited about the partnership that That's we have rate. started with uh w- with regions and, and business radio x and, and and jd i can already tell you're going to be a natural you are regions is going to be launching a monthly radio show and podcast that not only will originate from business radio x but it'll be on apple itunes iHeartRadio, radio spotify it's going to be all over the place you're going to be the host of that show. Yeah. Tell us a little bit what you know so far of what we can expect.
2: Uh, I'd say that we're just going to hold on to everything for a big, big surprise.
1: Make it official. Ooh. You know,
2: I mean, once we Jeez. get some official announcement and, you know, I can assure you we're going to have a great guest lineup. And we're going to have compelling conversations and tell some great stories.
1: But this just follows the mantra that you talk about of uh, being visible in the community. I mean, this is a very visible way to, to, because you're going to be. Well, I, again, I, I can't give away too much of the information now. I guess I've put myself in a corner. But but it just it just kind of follows your your ideology of of being part of the community yeah. and developing yeah. relationships.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, if nobody knows we're here. Then how do we get to build those relationships, right? right? I mean, we're talking. Remember, nineteen billion dollars in deposits.
0: I, I, some tells me that number is at the. <laughs> at it's the in front the forefront here. of
2: my mind. We we and and
0: as the North Georgia market executive, of course, it is. I got to know that. Yeah, stuff, absolutely.
2: You know? uh, absolutely. Si- hey, there's a scoreboard somewhere, <laughs> right? And I'm going to watch the scoreboard.
1: Yep, yep. I love it. Well, well, JD, we appreciate everything. Great job today. Thank you for joining us. So again, we're excited about this partnership. Can't wait to get started. And uh,
2: continued success, for sure. Look forward to it. Thank you so much for having us. start of a
1: beautiful relationship, Stephen.
0: Well, normally we ask how they uh, get a hold of them, but I guess they see the signs. They go to the, find your local, find the closest region's branch. Please Yeah. Please do. And walk in and say, I heard it on Business Radio X.
2: Yeah, please do that. And look, commercial-wise, you can do the same thing. I mean, if you're running a manufacturing company or whatever, and you you have some commercial, just... Go see Kathy or Kimberly or or some of those branch managers. They they know how to get
1: us. Yeah, Yeah. commercial-wise, you guys are expanding your presence in Gwinnett as well.
2: Yeah, yeah. We're adding bankers. We're adding bankers. And by the way, I'd be remiss if I didn't say we're looking to add more. Um, You know, so uh, it's a great – it's a great market for for business op- business and commercial opportunities for us. We'll talk about that more.
0: Is that um, still unofficial or is that official? Did, that's official. Affi- oh, well, wow. That's official. We got something official out official. of the interview. I'm very excited about that.
2: <laughs> JD
1: Miller with uh, North Georgia North Georgia Market Executive with Regions Bank and the website is regions.com. I love that too. It's just a nice easy website. Some places the websites are crazy. Yeah. Very good. So regions.com, our thanks to JD for joining us.
0: Mike, I have an official announcement that I need to make on the show since we're really designating what's official and unofficial. Did you know that officially love is what makes a Subaru a Subaru? Enjoy big savings and a hassle-free experience at Subaru Gwinnett, where people sell cars. Visit SubaruGwinnett.com and join their family today or come in and see the difference. If you're officially already a Subaruist, then check out their Facebook page for the
1: latest news, offers, and community events. Man, we're just driving that joke into the ground, aren't we? It's what I do.
0: That's my gimmick. I'm the slightly annoying host. I find something funny, and then I make it to where people get uncomfortable
1: with it. (laughs) Luke DeRossi is the satellite division leader with U.S. Health, and he's probably sitting there thinking, what have I gotten myself into? Luke, welcome to the program.
3: Thank you. Thank you. No, that that, that was awesome. Uh, JD, honestly, Matt, you might have just switched me over, and Chase has been great to me, but... Dude, that, that was time that to was super to impressive. Yeah. Come on. yeah <laughs> and um and and I'm big on the community service I, I want to talk to you about some of the stuff you guys do and maybe we can help out um, some of that but I, I've been involved with like Ho- um hope on soap and stuff like that in Atlanta so
1: oh I'd yeah like to talk to you after yeah this let's do that something. man uh, awesome. I'm all about that man come yeah. on well you're one of several in this room that are transferring over to Regions. <laughs> yeah, he uh, might know. just run me over with that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. JD did a great job. But why don't you do a great job now? And tell us all about U.S. Health and why we need to consider U.S. Health as our healthcare provider.
3: Well, essentially what, what would be is before I would say that you should consider us for a provider, what I would want to do is, or I would have my agents do the way I train it, is similar to the way JD says, you don't call on the first call. What we do, is it's not that, or you don't, you don't sell on the first call. Um, we want to figure out what your needs are right? So health insurance, <laughs> I know I said it before, I, I, is health insurance can be very confusing. So what I would want to do is set up a time, you know, five minutes or something like that. I can figure out what your needs are and if I'm your best option. And if I, if we are, I guarantee we save you honestly like 20 to 50 percent, if not more, depending on what you have. And we probably get you a better, better plan with a bigger network.
1: Well, talking about, you know, creating that relationship first and not selling right away, because it, when it comes to healthcare, you said it. it it's very confusing. You have to trust the agent you're working with because we're kind of going into this blind we it, it changes every day the rules and the laws change every single day practically we we, we, we feel lost sometimes and we need your guidance
3: so uh, not only do the the laws and the legislations change but but also what kills us is there'd be a million robo dialers or, or there's all these people selling like like these bs plans right or these short-term or limited liabilities or plans that aren't going to cover you we give you a guaranteed insurability if we're able to get you on our plan um, we have plans that, that last you can take plans till Medicare no matter what happens one of my friend's sisters actually true story broke her back um, two in 2017 I was in South Florida there was a hurricane and she fell out of a window um, it was a crazy story anyway my friend's mom ended up working for me um, after that I don't, don't want to say working for me but working with me after that she was so impressed with the way the plan works um, so, so I just kind of went off on, on a tangent there but uh, I want to hear
1: that story one day <laughs>
3: Yeah, yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um I'm sorry, can you repeat that? Yeah, your so
0: let, let me let me ask it a different way. So you talked about the you don't sell on the first call and that you're gonna walk somebody through and kind of find out what their needs are. So what are some of the ideal clients that when you hear this need or that need or this story or that story, you go, All right, we're a perfect fit for you.
3: All right. So the main ones are gonna be self employed, ten ninety nine independent contractors. Somebody that has to pay for their own insurance. It's not having the employer pick up the coverage. Right. So our biggest clients tend to be doctors, lawyers, truckers, um, pe- people in that, in that network. Or if you have an expensive employer plan, when you put your family on, oftentimes the employer has to pay 50% or more for the employee, or for the actual employee. Then when they put the rest of the family on, then it gets super expensive. So the way I, I, I train my agents is you don't sell to everybody on that. You keep the employee on the employer plan and you help the rest of the family get that option. And you can end up saving a significant amount of money Then they both have quality plans.
0: One of the things that I think is also happening and so one of the interesting things about the industry you're in health insurance is it's, it's gone through so many changes in the last five, 10 years. What what it used to be. It's so different now. And I think it's confusing. Right. (laughs) I mean, that's 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 probably the easiest way to put it. So uh, for those people who've uh, and we're film and we're filming, we're recording this during open enrollment. And so we're I mean, this is top of mind of everybody right now at this point of the year, at the end of the year. So uh, let me just ask a couple of just kind of rapid fire stuff. So this is ACA compliant health insurance. No,
3: this is a private option. Okay, good. So the way that this works is we are essentially. The the private long term alternative to the Obamacare. Got there's nothing it. wrong with Obamacare. No, nothing at all. It's just it can be super expensive if yep. you don't get a financial assistance or yep. tax subsidy. Then it gets crazy numbers.
0: Okay, and so so it, it so that is a private option. It is health insurance where you would have a card that yes. you can show to a doctor. Is it is it based on the deductible system or is it based on more of uh, what's the other way I've heard it said? Um,
3: so th- there's. There could be, there's two. essentially a couple different options. Um, our most popular plan is a combination. It's a hybrid um, where we essentially like loophole the ACA. So what we did is we took um, a plan that honestly I would tell people not to necessarily get by itself, like a, a limited liability or, or indemnity. That's and the problem with that. For? There you go. <laughs> Trust me. No, <laughs> a lot of people in insurance don't even know that term. <laughs> um, all right, so we took that. But what we did is we put a guaranteed insurability with a catastrophic rider behind it. So God forbid stuff hits the fan. Something happens, then you have a max out of pocket. The key is the way I the way I I sell and the way I believe insurance. You don't get anything without a max out of pocket. Hmm. You don't buy insurance for a doctor visit. You buy it in case the sky falls. You get a cancer. you get somewhere you're gonna go bankrupt. You don't want to lose your house because you got sick. Right. Right. So so we have those, and then we also have a traditional deductible plan. Um, and in that one.
0: So that's how you can help anybody, because I want to
3: figure out the needs and,
0: and, and you're you're beginning to speak. And for those of us listen, and for those people listening to this, some people especially who have had to kind of navigate the self-employed insurability market. One of the things that I think has happened and I don't hear a lot of people talk about this. I think we're being forced to become better consumers of how we consume healthcare. Yeah. Uh, it, one of the things that ACA did is they wanted to cover everything. Well, then that drives up the cost. Big shock, right? Economics 101, and we were all surprised by it. But like you said, if I can cover the doctor's visits out of pocket, and then I just make sure I'm covering... We'll,
3: we'll help with the doctor visits, too. Uh, um, I'm just saying we, we cover the big stuff, too. So, like, usually where an indemnity or the way somebody might sell some of the, the short-term or limited liability plans is they only focus on the doctor visit because that's what the consumer usually asks. Right. What we have is we have that guaranteed insurability with the catastrophic rider behind it. So we give you both.
0: Okay. So you've got that's because the big thing that causes everybody the problem with health insurance is or health care is when the big stuff happens. And that's where we need. That's the most important thing. But if you can also help with the day to day costs of doctor visits, exactly, and chiropr- you know, all those different specialist visits and all that that takes up a lot of our time, that's important too. So let me ask this: You talked about uh, self-insured. Do you handle groups as well? If I'm a pers- if I'm a small business owner, and I've got ten employees. Uh, are there group situations that you guys would be able to help as well?
3: Not in the traditional way that a group would work. I love it. However, um, actually, I'm helping two law firms probably later today. Um, the difference is because we are private, we still individually underwrite everybody. Okay. The way a, the way a group works and the advantage to a group as everybody's put in together. So there's, there's no necessarily underwriting. It's just based off the group. Now, that gets super expensive, especially with some of these law firms when there's only like five or ten employees. So if it's a smaller group, we could do it. You I can can't do it individually. It right? Yeah, exactly. There you, go. And you can do it individually and still
0: save them money. Exactly.
3: So I, uh, I, I do that on occasion, but let's say it's like JD with Regions where they're going to have God knows how many employees. <laughs> I'm not going to be cost effective. It just is what it is. Yeah. You know what I mean? But, I like But that. for the small businesses, um, they're helping a couple of law firms later today.
1: We're speaking with Luke Gerasi with uh, U.S. Health. For those that would like to know a little bit more about U.S. Health, as far as how big is this company? Is this a small fly-by-night company? You, got, you no, guys no. are pretty large.
3: Yeah, yeah, and, and we keep growing. Um, actually, right now, we, I don't know the exact number that we're going to finish at, but we hit our goal, which was $1.15 billion. Um, We hit that the previous week. My anticipation is we're going to finish around $1.3, $1.33, maybe $1.34, um, off of my mental calculations on the way we're going. And what's really cool is actually, two thousand. I believe it was two thousand nineteen, or if it was in our previous ten years, we had we grew by over five thousand percent. That's better than Netflix's best ten years. So we have literally just blown up. Wow. Um, and, and honestly, that that comes from the the leadership, um way above me, uh, Troy, Troy McQuag, man. That this guy. He's a go-getter, and he people just he just makes it happen. People, people just follow him around. Different pay scale up there. Yeah, he's he's incredible.
1: Well, even though we are Uber local here, we also have a a nationwide, literally a worldwide reach here. As far as uh, U.S. health, I mean, are you licensed in every state, you, or you?
3: We're in we're in thirty-two states, but we have nationally recognized PPOs. So like let, so we most states we use United Healthcare's Choice Plus PPO, which is their best at one. Yeah. Right. So let's say you get a plan here in Georgia. Um, a lot of the States are a little more Obamacare friendly or ACA friendly. Don't necessarily want us there. Cause again, we're their main competition. So let's say you go to New York where I'm from. Um, I was just there for Thanksgiving. If I would've got sick or got hurt playing like Thanksgiving football with my boys, <laughs> I can use it anywhere. Right. I can use it anywhere. So as long as you're within one of the 32 States, which is the Southeast, it sounds like more right where people are going to be hearing this, mm-hmm. um, all the way to the Midwest, as far West as we go is Nevada and Arizona. Um, we essentially go as far north as Pennsylvania.
1: And people can go to the website and see where the state those states are and everything. Absolutely. Okay, we'll give that website to, at the end of this interview. Uh, I want to ask you the same question we asked J.D. Of course, it's been crazy times. 2020 is unlike any other year that we've experienced. But we always want to talk about success stories. And, and Can you share a success story that you have with perhaps one of your clients?
3: Um, yeah, yeah. So I, I talked about my friend's history. But what I'll talk about is actually um, 2017 what it was a really cool story for, for me is, um, I have been speaking with this client in Illinois um, for maybe three months and she kept saying she didn't, she wasn't sure if she had the finances and how to check things and she wasn't sure. So, you know, the last call we had had together and I was like, hey, honestly, if, if you think you're gonna get insurance, like I'm not trying to scare you, but it's Murphy's law. You might, if you actually do have the funds, like I can't negotiate this, like the way, this is what it is, this is what I won't take off, this is how it's gonna work. Um she ended up going with it and three weeks later she sent me a thank you card. She got diagnosed with cancer wow. now, not, not not that like you want to hear that sure. last part right right but because she just got insurance and now she's covered she's not going bankrupt and her boyfriend that was a, a dentist ended up getting a plan. You just changed life and then one last year the same week. Um, so the problem with the the ACA, not the problem with the ACA, but if if people alter what they say they're gonna make and they take a big subsidy mm-hmm. um, that, that's where they get the insurance for paid less what happens is the IRS is like, cool, take that up front. And then they'll whack you at the end of the year times 12. So I spoke to this small business owner in Wyoming last year. Um, and somebody from blue cross told her to do that. So she got a, to say a company's name, but anyway, somebody from a different company, I told her to do that. Um, and she did that. And then at the end of the year, she got a $24,000 fine. So she, I was speaking to her on the phone. Um, she was crying. I helped her out. Um, ended up selling her a plan, saved her $2,000 a month. And then I got, mind you, she was in a town, she told me, of four people. I ended up selling eight plans in Wyoming within two days. She shouted me out on her Facebook and was like, this guy helped me out so much and walked me through everything. So that was pretty cool. Yeah. Because I had just started this office in Georgia. So they all got to watch me do the right thing and, and then get rewarded for it. And then that's literally how we do it here.
1: Well, well lastly, Luke, as we start wrapping things up, I'm going to assume that's what motivates you and that's what motivates your team. It's, it's not the numbers. we got to get to this goal. It's... No, it's
3: honestly the bigger picture. Yeah, Um, The numbers come when you do it the right way. So Mm -hmm. I'm kind of, you see me wearing these stones. I'm I'm kind of a hippie-ish aspect (laughs) as as far as you go in the corporate world.
1: You don't look like the typical healthcare (laughs) person.
3: It it is what it is, right? But that's allowed me to get where I I am. I used to be a high school history teacher. You are who you are. Um, You're you're authentic. So every Monday we do book reviews. Um, I ask everybody to get in an exercise program, and we do at least one community service program a month. So what happens is my belief is as the agent is growing, their business will follow, mm. right? So that's been our big thing is when you do the right thing, you don't ever get burnt out because you feel good about it, right? So then you can end up working more. I don't I don't even ask them. I don't give them hours. They come in when they want. They leave when they want. We probably outwork everybody else having fun. I, I bought a chain net for like the basketball hoop by there. <laughs> so we go and we like play these other people in like basketball, Right, and then we go back to the phones, and then everybody comes and goes. But we're just my genuine belief is if you do the right thing, no matter what you do, there's unintended consequences, right? Mm-hmm. So if you do bad, usually something catches up, if you do good, usually something catches up. So it, it, it.
1: I've Steven's heard me say this, Amanda's heard me say this plenty of times. We just take care of people and, and just, just just do the right thing, it, it, things will work out. I mean, look at our you know, we, we announced today, I've never heard you say that, yeah, you have. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we unofficially announcing, you know, Regents Bank being a partner. And JD, I never called J.D. up and said, J.D., I want you to do a podcast and be a part of it. I mean, it just, J.D. just reached out to us. We already kind of had a little bit of a relationship through the chamber and things like that. And that's how you grow a business. So you're doing it the right way, Luke, and it's obviously paying dividends. And congratulations on, on growing the uh, you know the Atlanta office and, this, and, and continued success. For those that would like to find out more, where can they get some information? Um,
3: honestly, I'm not even – my my website would be u s h agent dot com forward slash Luke l u k e Jirasi. That's J is Jack, E is Elephant, R is Rabbit, A is Apple, C is Cat, I is Igloo. Um, that would be my personal website. And then if if anybody wants my cell phone, did I make a million calls? Everybody has it anyways. Three one five. Again, I'm originally from Syracuse. My family kill me if I ever got rid of the three one five. Three one five. <laughs> 382-4496. Show me a holler, whatever, man. Shoot me a text, whatever it is. I'll, I'll do my best to to walk you and your family through. And even if I don't sell you a plan, I'll show you what might be best for you.
1: And great. And on Business Radio X, where this podcast is going to be placed, there'll be a link to that website, the Luke's uh, personal website there for his uh, for U.S. Health. So uh, Luke Jirasi, Satellite Division Leader with U.S. Health, thank you so much for joining us.
3: Um, do you mind if I throw one more thing out there? Can Absolutely. I, like, J.D., you know, I'm always in the business uh, looking for more talent. So, guys, if you're hearing this and you are looking for a career possibility, you know, hopefully, I could help you find yourself and, and change your life.
0: Is that an official announcement? That's an official announcement. <laughs> See, I just keep going. Well,
3: I just keep going. It's Officially, maybe an unofficial. That's uh, announcement.
0: Uh, unofficially, they could make they could right. start a great career. Officially, they'll have a good time and they'll do the right thing, key and key. then officially, they'll key they'll key. be they'll be good. Up. Yeah. Hang on, JD wants to add one other thing. Cue the music.
2: Cue the, the music. music.
1: Let's <laughs> just cue the music. Yep. <laughs> so, Luke, again, thank you so much for joining us jd great to see you thank you so much for joining us and we'll be seeing you You, you, you'll kind of become a familiar face around here now yeah i'm looking forward to it absolutely we can't wait to have you all right uh i want to thank our listeners i want to thank amanda for producing also uh, i want to remind you to follow us on social media at gwinnett radio x we're at link we're on linkedin uh, instagram facebook um twitter we're all over the place also if if you want to hear this show again i what are you doing? I have no idea. You know, I'm I flustered so, right so now. So I
0: got you. So the unofficial you're you're officially unofficially flustered. The uh, the other thing that we got you on is I said I never heard you say that. I will tell you what I have heard you say many times. It's that if you enjoy what you do and you get and you enjoy the passion of what you do, you, you don't work a day in your life and good things happen. Yeah. So you get to keep working.
1: That's what I've heard you say. Yes. Well, I did say it. So get unflustered. Yes. And let's officially close this show. Hey, uh, if you want to listen to any of our past previous episodes, eight years worth, go to businessradiox.com, select the Gwinnett Studio, and click on Gwinnett Business Radio. We are also on uh, iTunes, iHeartRadio, all over the place. So this has been Gwinnett Business Radio brought to you by Regions Bank on Business Radio X.